Well, Happy New Year, everybody. It's great to be back together again for another episode of the Gateway Leadership Podcast. I'm joined in my studio by two amazing men of God. One is uh, my own son, Pastor Jordan Canastracy. Jordan, welcome. I'm glad you're I'm glad you're here. You're bundled up. It's the winter months. And That's you right. Your... It's good to be here. I got my gateway <laughs> Got your gateway hoodie. gear on, right? That's right. <laughs> nice and cozy. I love this hoodie. And at the controls is Jeremy Chase, uh, one of our Rockstar staff members. Jeremy, I'm glad you're here. Um, we've just kind of been hanging out here this afternoon. Um, the mics are on. And one of the things we've been talking about, I think is a rich topic for maybe everyone, everyone who loves leadership and, and everyone who loves the Lord, the idea of how God speaks and what might he be saying to us, to his people, to me, to leaders about the new year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we we believe at Gateway that God speaks. You know, yeah. we're, a, we're a prophetic church. We're not what I would call extreme prophetic. Um, I don't think everything is a prophecy. I don't think God has to tell us, well, <laughs> you know, 97 things all day long. Of it. But, you know, if that's yeah. where you're at, that's that's good. I I like to think of us as um, balanced in the prophetic. I hope we are healthy in the prophetic and maybe, maybe not in the extreme camp, but we believe that um, God really does speak, and he speaks all the time. Uh, he... He is a God is a communicator. Mm-hmm. You see it in the Bible. He speaks through dreams. He speaks through visions. He speaks through that still small voice. God's a talker. Yeah, He's a communicator. In fact, Jesus is called the Word. I mean, the communication of God is heavy and it's vital. It's Im- important in life. The other thing that makes this kind of interesting for right now, as we kick off a new year. Is not only that God speaks, but seasons are real. Yeah. Right? So life is kind of about uh, a sequence of seasons that you're in seasons of preparation, seasons of starting over, seasons of, hey, and the New Year's a season. I mean, um, that's a real season, that's a time frame. Certain things happen in the summer, certain things happen in the winter. You know, seasons are real, spiritual seasons. Hmm. And I think as we as we come into a new year, one of the questions looming for us is, is this a new season or is this just more of right. the same thing that we've been? Yeah. Are we at the end of a season? Are we at the beginning of a season? Or are we in the middle of a long season that's hmm. <laughs> just... A, but, and it doesn't really, you know... The Bible talks about the sons of Issachar who knew the seasons. They knew the times and seasons, it says, and and they knew what Israel ought to do. So baked into whatever season we are in is knowing what to do, hearing hearing from the Lord and understanding, you know, this is these three things are what's most important right now. Because you try to do it all and be all in every season and it and it gets pretty exhausting. So that to me there's a a prophetic um, advantage to really listening to the word of the Lord. But Jordan, you know, yeah. you, you know, as a father, you know, as a pastor, seasons come and go, and God is always speaking different things. And you know that when God does speak, it can change everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And you, it's an interesting, interesting uh, topic because 
you're mentioning God speaking and you're mentioning seasons. And it's so important to be able to know uh, and and recognize when God's speaking, right? Because mm-hmm. that's how we know that the season is going to change. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things happen, and and we just have we had no idea, and and we just kind of move with it. But there are times when God's trying to talk to us, right? And He's saying, like, "Hey, there's a new thing happening," mm-hmm. and I wonder how many th- how many new things we might miss sometimes if we if we don't know how to hear God. That's why I think today is important. Yeah. Because we're at the beginning of a new year and we're saying, could the Lord be speaking? I believe he's speaking all the time. And yeah. and we've all had those experiences. For some, it's rare, but some aren't even listening. So, some people are, are not even, they don't even have one yeah. ear to heaven to listen to what the Lord is saying. So yeah. maybe part of today is to help all of us remember to listen uh, yeah. To the Lord. Are there times in your life where, you know, just as a believer, maybe as a father, as a pastor, whatever, you you know God is speaking to you, and it really changes your course? Have you experienced yeah. those kinds of things? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, sometimes it's stuff that I, you know, maybe through the Holy Spirit can can kind of see down the road a little bit, and something's coming, you know. And some of it is just um, changes that I that I never would have thought of myself. But again, I've developed this relationship with the Lord, and I do my best to try and stay close to Him and have my ear to Him. So when He speaks, one, I can hear, and two, I can be confident and know that it is him mm. and not just some thought that I have or, you know, something that's happening in the culture and, and you know, like I'm like I'm riding a culture wave or I'm riding a, a fear wave or whatever. But, uh, yeah, actually, you know, um, one of those moments happened just recently uh, where April and I we decided we have a seven-year-old daughter and uh, we decided to to pull her from public school which which for years I never I never dreamed that that I would do that mm-hmm. I had um, a certain level of faith in the institutions and you know that um, God's gonna know, bless your daughter yeah no exactly what. She's exactly thrive wherever she is yeah. Um, so I never even had that thought, and and as a matter of fact, you know, for so long I was a, I was in youth ministry, and so I I got to see over the fourteen years that I was in youth ministry, uh, I got to see plenty of of uh, students from all different kinds of schools, private schools, right. public school, right. charter school, homeschool, like that. So I was actually pretty set on on what what I was going to do with my daughter mm-hmm. uh, and and pulling her out of public school just was not was not a, a part of the plan um, but over this last over this last year and a half um, God has been changing my and April's heart because he has a specific plan for Chloe right mm. He has a plan for Chloe. Chloe's our daughter, but really, Chloe is um, 
Chloe is first the Lord's. Mm-hmm. And he has given Chloe to us to steward her and to to raise her and to help her discover the plan that he has for her. So so for, for me in April, we just know we, we kind of like would talk about it and and it just it just happens. We said now is the time we gotta pull Chloe. And it's like it's a wild thing because now we gotta figure out you know, her education, we got to figure out her development. We got to figure out our schedules. Mm -hmm. You know, we both work April. I work full time. April works 30 hours a week. So it's not like, you know, um, we have all this free time. We're very active in ministry. Uh, but, but God spoke, Mm. God spoke. How did that come to you? Do you feel like God gave you a verse or just a deep peace on the inside or if if somebody's listening today and saying, "How does he know God? How does he know God really spoke that? How yeah. does it feel to you to know that God really spoke?" So something that you actually taught me a long time ago um, that has really helped me in hearing God's voice, um, and it, actually to to be honest, it it started with discomfort. Mm. It started with feeling that the way it was wasn't working. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we went through 2020 and, you know, Chloe was online for that whole time uh, as it is here in California and in the Bay Area in the, uh, Santa Clara County. And um, so first of all, we got to see the types of things that she was learning and we got to see the other students and where they were at. And that was a very, that was a very painful time for me in April, not because of, you know, anything other. I mean, life was good. I should say that part of life, it was quite painful to see our, our beautiful, um, our beautiful young girl who's filled with joy and who loves people, loves her friends loves playing, loves learning, um, have to be at home for, you through know, COVID through and, COVID and, right. and all that. Schools you know? were closed down. Exactly. Exactly. So, so that started, you know, and I'm a sure. lot of parents went, I mean, that, yeah, that is so painful. Cause I talked to yeah lots of parents and, and we it. only, we only have one daughter. So, right. you know, I know people who they were taking three kids that were all at different grades through this whole thing. But now schools are schools yeah. are coming back, right? So So schools are coming back and and we're very grateful for that. And by the way, you know, there are a lot of amazing schools out there. Mm-hmm. And and uh, great teachers. And we loved, you know, one of the things that was really hard is we really loved Chloe's teachers uh, because teachers are man, I mean, teachers can make such a difference in kids' lives and there are so many great teachers out there and we have a lot of great teachers in our church. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, our, you know, our issue was really not with the teachers really was not with the principal. Um, it was, it was the way that decisions were being made, you know, and everybody has their own thoughts and their own feelings. Um, but, uh, for me and April and, and by the way, you know, public school is still a great answer for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and uh, private school is a great answer for a lot of people, you know. But for us in particular, and for Chloe and her personality, 
Um, we were just seeing that the way things were happening when schools were reopening and getting back um, just wasn't the best for Chloe, you know. And I started to ask April, and we talked about this quite a bit. Um, I started to ask her, you know, what are the benefits of Chloe going to the school? And we started to kind of come up with a list of benefits. And none of the benefits were for Chloe. Mm. Now, excuse me. There was one benefit for Chloe. Most of the benefits for Chloe going to the school were benefits for me in April. Mm. You know, the schedule, mm -hmm. being able to work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, having her uh, and, and her like the, the social thing, the social thing was really big. Like, man, you know, it's so important for kids to have, uh, a social life and be around other kids or else they're not going to grow up, uh, and develop, um, in the best way. But other than those two things, um, we're like, man, there's really not a whole lot. Of, <laughs> there's really not a whole lot of benefit here, mm. and so that led to us. Really... So you start. You start by asking questions, right? Yeah, yeah. It's well. It started with the discomfort. Something's okay, not discomfort. feeling. Yeah, something's not good. feeling good here. Mm -hmm. Something's not right here. You know, something's. And so we started to talk a lot and ask questions. And and discover on a practical level. And the practical side of it, you know, started to, to make sense that there would maybe be something different that was supposed to happen. And then we really started to pray. We really started to pray. And that thing that I, that I referenced earlier that you taught me a long time ago um, was you taught me that in order to hear the voice of God, it's a good it's a good signal if the the more and more you think about it, the better and better it sounds. Mm -hmm. On the other on the other hand, if you're thinking about a decision that you're making, the more and more you think about it, if it either just kind of stays the same or if it the mm -hmm. <laughs> the worse and worse it sounds, you know, right? Then that's a strong indicator that that's not the will of God. Now, you know, the important the important part of of that kind of formula is you have to you have to like you know be seeking the lord mm -hmm. so they're you instead know, of just listening to your yeah. own heart because you your own heart could mislead you right yeah and if, if you're involving god in that it's, if you're not if you're not really like working on your relationship with god if mm -hmm. you don't desire to hear his voice mm -hmm. if you don't desire his 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 direction if you don't desire uh to be in his presence and mm -hmm. relationship with him then then that won't work because you might, you know, the, the word says that, um, you know, there's a way that seems right to a man that leads to destruction, right? And that's that's if you're not including God right. in your life. Um, so so if you're not praying to God, if you don't have a strong prayer life or if you don't get into God's word, if you're not, um, you know, learning how to recognize his voice and his his heart, then, then that won't work. So, so we prayed, and we just felt, mm -hmm. we just started feeling strongly like, this is this can't keep going. Mm -hmm. The way it is cannot keep going. And then, 
uh, and it's like then an urgency hits you in a way. It, it was a it urgency. starts to feel urgent, like we're going to do something more we're and more act. and more every single mm -hmm. day. So you went through this process of initial discomfort. Mm -hmm. You started asking questions. Yeah. You did some investigating. You did yeah. some homework. You did some learning. And this is all a part of the process of you guys making right before a spirit led yeah. decision. Before uh, God, you know, before we were even certain that God was speaking, we were exploring, you know, what what it might look like if God if God right told us to 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 shift the plan for Chloe. And then the confirmation came by God opening doors. Right. So it kind of all came together. You know what I mean? Um, this is so good because it. I think hearing from God takes a minute. Yes. You didn't rush through this process. I, right. I, you know, people seem to imply that they've got like a 24-hour pipeline to heaven and then yeah. God tells them, you know, do this, do that. And I believe God can speak that way. I just think it's not normative. Yeah, that's I think never been the way it's been for me. This is, this is a, a, I think, a, a safer, healthier process to walk through over the course of days or weeks or months, Yeah, really pondering, really checking yourself, doing your homework, asking questions, investigating, praying your best prayers, paying attention to what's yeah. in your heart. What's, what's God doing in you? Are you getting yeah. warmer and warmer and warmer toward this? Are you getting cooler and cooler and cooler? And, by and then the way, God starts to open a door. And, and, and by the way, in, throughout that process, um, we were talking to a few people that we trusted, you know. Um, so, so one, April and I, we were talking, the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit was speaking to me through my wife. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would talk to you about it, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me through you. Um, so I think that's another major part about hearing from God, you know, mm. especially on big decisions, you know, uh, that God will speak to you through the the people around you that also have a relationship that's with them. Good. That's yeah. kind of like a check, you that's know what so I mean? Good. Absolutely. Because if because if if I had if I had given that thought to to April and she said, What are you crazy? We're never gonna do that. <laughs> and then I had gone to you and said, Hey Dad, what are you thinking? You said, I don't you know, that sounds crazy to me. You know what I mean? It, it, you start to go, Okay, if if uh if God was speaking he would confirm it. He would confirm it through a few And what ways. you could do in a situation, let's say maybe somebody's in that situation and they still really feel like they're hearing from God, but they're not getting that witness from their family members or their team members or, or mm -hmm. whatever, is you can wait on the Lord and say, God, yeah. I'm going to need you to speak to my wife. Yeah, I'm going to need you to speak to my team. Because here's the thing, we, you know, when you're doing life together with people, but you want to pull the the God said card, right? Uh, you know that can break a relationship. You you could Absolutely. you could have a marriage problem if you say, "Well, God's telling me to pull Chloe or or whatever you know it is," right? And she's not your wife is not hearing it. That's yeah. another part I think about healthy prophetic listening is allowing God to confirm yeah. to confirm His word. Yeah, you know through other people. And there have been times where I'm talking to to April. Um, and I'll say, what do you think about this? And she'll say, um, she'll just say, I'll support, I'll, I'll support. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll follow you. I'll support you. And then there have been times where, you know, the inverse happens where she'll bring something to me 
and she'll say, what do you think? And I go, you know, um, man, I, I don't feel a clear, <laughs> you know, uh, either way. Um, but if you feel God speaking this to you, I'll, I'll, you know, let's do it. Well, that process of hearing from God, um, it all adds up to this one conviction that we have. God does have a plan for us, yeah, and He can communicate His plans to us. So whether it's how to parent our child or which direction to go in ministry or, you know, decisions to buy or sell a home or, or, or whatever it is, yeah. you believe God has a plan and He wants to... Absolutely. He has a perfect will for our lives, you know, he has the days of our lives plotted out the way that he would like them to go. And so then, God has a plan for maybe this coming year or at yep. least the season that's ahead, right? He has yep. things he wants to do. I just love January, actually, because, you know, we do a lot of fasting and prayer in January in our church and a lot of listening. And um, I, I believe it's moments like this where if we position ourselves— to hear, whether it's for our children or our church or our ministry or just things that God would like to speak, we can hear from God. Yeah. And he can confirm his will, maybe even in a podcast or or a Sunday message or a song that's sung or whatever. Those things can add up to prophetic direction for the new year, prophetic direction. And it doesn't have to be in January. It could be February. It could be December or God's really speaking 24-7. He's yeah. speaking all the time. So I don't want to get too mystical about January or or whatever, but it is one of those times where we're all, I think, saying, Lord, what do you have? Yeah. You know, where are we going this year? Is this a new season? What kind of a season am I in? And I think what you've just shared, Jordan, is a really great template for hearing from yeah. the Lord. It's not like a blue beam of light shone down on you and you know when you were sleeping in your bed or something in a, a right. thundering voice you know yay yay you know yeah. king james english or whatever but you've got yourself a decision based on prayer and the word of the lord yeah for your family yeah and that's where we need to be as god's people we need to be letting him control and shape our decision the other thing i like about this is that the decision that you're making doesn't have to be the same decision for everybody. Right. Yeah. So his yeah. Plan God for... has a plan for God has a plan for all Christians, right? Right. Things he wants all Christians to do that the you know, the rules are the same for all of us. Right. Prayer, uh, yeah. tithing, you know. He has a plan for the church, mm -hmm. right? But then he has he has a specific plan mm. for individuals and for families. Um and those those rules are different, mm. you know. Those things are different. So what I'm doing with my family might be a total disaster for somebody else because they need to hear from God because they didn't hear their what lives. you heard. Right. That's right. He or God didn't say to them what He's saying to you. That's right. And also, they're you know, you might be in a different season than I'm in. Yeah. You know. So so even if I even if I applied what God is speaking to me and my family for this season, if I tried to apply that to, let's say, a couple years ago, it would have been the wrong, it would have been the wrong thing because it's not in season. It's not a word in season, you know, and that's, that's one of the reasons why the prophetic is so 
so great. What a great gift that we can get a word in season mm. about where you are right now. This is what God is saying about you and your life right now. Um, and I mean, we could we can also get that from the Word of God. You know, um, the Word of God was was uh, written over how many years? Was it? 1500, 1500 years 1500 years, 1500 years. Uh, what an incredible what an incredible thing and it's still people wonder if the word of god is relevant for today the word of god is living and it is relevant oh, yeah. for your life and oh, it man. will be relevant for your life right. each and every day and one of the things that i love about the word of god is that it is um, it is never changing in its reliability, mm-hmm. never changing in its reliability. So, uh, just one, you know, thought that I have out of left field about hearing from God's hearing from God is, um, you know, God may speak to you with with the with the blue beam of light, <laughs> right? Um, but He probably won't do that for believers if they're not in their Word, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, some people and and you and I have we've heard it so many times, right? Being, being um, in in the ministry and just helping people and pointing people to Jesus. People say like, I feel like I just can't hear God's voice. I feel like I can't hear Him. And one of the first questions I ask is, you know, do you read your Bible? Hmm. Right. Well, no. Okay. Well, if you want to hear God's voice, you can hear God's voice anytime you want. You can hear. You can hear God anytime you want, right? By opening your Bible. <laughs> That's right. He's speaking. That's right. <laughs> That's right. He's speaking. And if you're not in your Word, uh, then when He tries to speak to you, you'll probably miss it because you won't recognize His voice. And how do we learn mm-hmm. to recognize God's voice? By reading your Word. Most important. By Absolutely. reading your Word. Right. right. You know that way when God speaks. You can go, you know what, that's right. That lines up with God's word. Or when you just have some some crazy emotion or thought that doesn't line up with God's word, then you can say, you know what? I know this is a strong emotion that I'm having and a strong feeling that I'm that I'm feeling, but this doesn't line up with the tone of God's word mm, of God's right. word, of God's heart. You know what I mean? Um God's word helps us so much uh, to to know God's voice um, for for now and for the next season, and that's whether you're leading just yourself, or you're leading a family, or you're leading a ministry team, or you're leading a campus. Wherever you're leading, whatever area of life you're leading in, God's word is so important. Right to be guided through the seasons. Yeah. It'll protect us. So we're now in 2022. And it seems like for the last two years, um, one, of the, one of the challenges for church and ministry life and even family life has been um, we've just had to be really on our toes and really flexible, right? Mm. And we couldn't, we couldn't like even plan out a whole year. You know, typically at Gateway, we like to like look at the whole year and go, mm-hmm. what are we going to do this year? 
for the last two years, we weren't able to do that because it's like, okay, we'll <laughs> we'll see what the rules are for the next three months. Mm-hmm. We'll see what you know what's uh, safe to and do they were for the next six months. changing every other day. Exa- My exactly, and we beginning. had to change our right. plans. So right. you know, meet outside, meet meet by the patio, meet inside with this many people. Meet, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and families had to do that too. So um, so now we're in the year twenty two. What are you hearing from God about the next year? Have you started to like dream and think and ask God, or are you still kind of taking it a couple months at a time? Well, I'm I'm listening, I'm listening all the time. But I am some things are coalescing in my spirit as I think about this coming year. As a leader, I want to know the kinds of things to lead with. You know, what What am I going to say to our people? Where are we going? What would be our approach? Are we going super cautious? Are we going, what can we expect? Uh, are we going super aggressive? So I'm listening all the time. But I, mm-hmm. you know, over the last, I'd say, two months, it seems like for me, I don't know, it may be different for other people, but right around October, which I think is kind of the beginning of the Jewish New Year, I don't want to get too mystical, but the Jewish New Year starts in October. And I, if if there ever is a time where I know that God will be speaking and giving clarity to me as a leader, it's starting right around in September, October, November. I mean, it really opens up. So it's not like the light comes on January 1. Right. I tend to hear, you know, ahead of time. But starting in that time frame, I'd say the Lord was really speaking to me about this um, coming year. And the word that I have, um, I think is, and you were talking about Scripture and how important that is in uh, us hearing from God, but there's a Scripture in Hosea chapter 6, verse 2. And this one, I think, is a maybe like a master word for me and for the people that are connected to me. Hosea 6, 2 says, after two days... He will revive us. Hmm. He will. We will rise up after two days. On the third day, He will raise us up, hmm. that we may live in His sight. And that one, I've just been parked on that for quite some time now, because it hit me. You know, I was at our campus in Santa Rosa. This would have been about um, mid-November, something like that. And the worship was so rich that day, and God's sense of presence in that service was so strong. And I'm I just when I'm in a certain kind of atmosphere, I start hearing. I just mm-hmm. I can't write it down fast enough. It's just like the channel is opened up when you're in that, you know, you're in that presence mode. Mm-hmm. Um and you can't control it and you can't predict it. But boy, when it starts to happen and I was hearing and I just knew deep inside of me that it came to me like this, 2020, the year 2020 was like the first day in the tomb. Jesus rose on the third day, right? Yeah. 2020 was like the first day in a tomb for so many people, just cold and dark and, you know, the pandemic and businesses shutting down. And it was like, it was like the grave in many ways, right? And then we got to the end of that year, you know, which we thought, how long is this going to be? Is it going to be six months? Right. Is it going to be three right. months? Is it going to, you know, and toward the the one year mark, we started saying, well, maybe this is over. 
you know. Hmm. And in some measures it was, life started coming back, but there was this like residual of people still being in their cave, even though, you know, businesses were opening and schools were opening and churches were opening, people weren't opening. (laughs) Yeah, emotionally, (laughs) mentally, socially, yeah. So it felt, spiritually, it, it felt, you know, even 2021 felt like the grave in, yeah. in some ways, you know. And it was coming to me as I worshiped the Lord at our Santa Rosa campus, 2020 was like the first day in the grave. 2021 was like the second day in the grave. Hmm. But coming into 2022, I really feel is the third day, which is wow. a resurrection day. It's, yeah. it's a day of really coming back to life. And we've been talking, you know, with our mm-hmm. pastors and we're we're kicking around this phrase back to life. I think it's a, you know, a really important um prophetic nugget, you yeah. know, just to get back to life. We need to get back to life. We need to get our life back. We need to get back to what God has called us to do. But that's really a supernatural thing, back to life in the sense of resurrection. Yeah. So, let me give it to you again, Hosea 6:2. After two days, he will revive us. I think we're all praying for revival, you know. And on the third day, he will raise us up. I think there's something there for us. And my spirit is telling me, and if I'm hearing God, he's saying that 2022, starting right about now, starting right about now, things are going to start to resurrect. And I'm talking about marriages are going to resurrect businesses are going to resurrect, churches are going to resurrect, because the core of our faith is resurrection. Yeah. You know, it, yes, we've been through uh, the the death process in our marriages, in our ministries. Uh, there's no denying, you know, people even on individual basis feel like they're, they've been in a tomb of, of darkness. They haven't heard from God. They haven't but I really believe there's something about this season that we're coming into right now where it's going to be all about resurrection, new life, and coming back to life in ways that are better yeah. than the life we had before. So resurrection is not just back to what we had. It's a new kind of life. Resurrection yeah. life is a better, stronger, more glorious life than physical life. Yeah. Resurrected life you know, once you've died and lost it, you come back in a pure form. You come mm. back stronger than ever. When when you're dead and you come back to life, you're strong, man. Yeah. Because you know you you can you can really resurrect. So those are those are, I don't know. My faith is up for 2022. Yeah. Not that 2022 isn't going to have problems and everything's going to be rainbows and unicorns and butterflies. No, no. 2022 will have its challenges, but. I believe if if we're listening and watching for new life, God's going to give it to us. Yeah, and I think that's a really inspiring thought for a lot of people, uh, that that coming back to life thought. Um, what is, what are, for, for people who are listening, what is their part in that? So, okay, coming back to life, resurrection power, mm-hmm. that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's not just going to hit us. Right. So what are, so if someone's listening and they're going, what, what am I supposed to do? Right. What do I do? Well, there's a few things. Uh, number one, 
it's all about faith. Everything we do is by faith. So mm. when you hear this, if your heart leaps, you've got to lean into it in your faith. You've got to say, you know what? I'm going to receive mm -hmm. this. I believe it, it's all about our faith or our unbelief. If mm -hmm. we hear God's word, if God shows us something, anything, and we don't believe, that's where it stops. Yeah. God keeps going, but revelation stops at unbelief. Hmm. And so our progress stops. So one of the one of the worst things we can do is say, well, I don't believe. Hmm. It's okay to be damaged in your faith. It's okay to be bruised in your faith. It's okay to be stretched in your faith. We've all been through that. But at the end of the day, it's our faith that gives us victory. And so you were talking about you were talking about Chloe and the decision that you made for her schooling. Just take that for example. You've got now now you're making this decision to do it. Now it's time to have faith. Yeah. To say, hey, the Lord spoke this. So even if it gets hairy, <laughs> it's yeah. gonna turn out right because we're right. going back to our process. We were we were uncomfortable. We asked some questions. We started investigating. We started praying. We started listening to our own yeah. heart on this. We took counsel with people that we trusted. We checked God's word. Doors started opening. God started moving, and yeah. we made this decision in faith. Yeah. So that's a whole rock solid process that you're going to lean on yeah. in in the hard moment. Yeah, because it'll it won't always be easy, right? To do what God has called us to do. Yeah, no, but that's good. Like you know, that belief, that faith, and faith. You know, part of the part of faith defined is is hope, right? Right. The hope and the belief that what is coming is better yeah. than what was before. Exactly. You know, exactly. if you don't believe that what God has for you in this next year is better than what you were doing or right. better than your plan or better than then why would you step into it right that faith that you know what god has a plan and not only does he have a plan but it's going to be good yeah it's a, it's a, <laughs> i preached uh, i think it was about a month ago uh, around the christmas season i preached about um life is getting better we mm -hmm. we've got to believe that life is getting better the path of the justice is shining bright shining light getting brighter and brighter to a perfect day and that god is always layering up his yeah. mercies and his goodness in our lives and so yeah you've got it you've got it so it starts with faith but then you've got to step out in faith you've got to take action mm -hmm. the bible says faith without works is dead so if we're coming back to okay a back to life revelation or um a, a broader what me as a leader, I'm going to say, okay, if God says we're coming back to life, that means I'm not in a retreat mode. Yeah. That means I'm, we're going to start planning some things. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a conference. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to uh, get ready for more people to start coming to church. We're going to, mm -hmm. so we start planning as if what God has said is actually going to take place. Yeah. So you, you act on what God is yeah. saying in your case with the example of Chloe's schooling, you're acting on this, and just that hope is going to yeah. start rising. That as you take those steps, good things are, yeah. are going to be um, are going to be happening. And then I yeah. would say too, it's very important to keep listening. Don't just get a word, a revelation. 
because God wants to walk with us every day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that where people get in trouble is, well, God spoke to me six years ago, hmm. you know, that thus and such was going to happen. And then, but here's the thing: God can change what He's doing day by day. Right. He wants us to listen to Him every day. Right. And I'm not saying give up on the word or give up. You got to believe like Abraham did believe. He held strong, you know, for all those years that Isaac was coming. You've got to hold fast to the promise, but also be fluid and be flexible in what that means. Right. So there's the revelation and then there's the interpretation and the application of what God said. The revelation yeah. is one level. How do we interpret that? How do we apply that? Let the Lord so in Abraham's case, he said, kill Isaac. Right. <laughs> right? He said, I want you to sacrifice your child. Thank God Abraham was listening when the Lord said, stop, don't do it. So sometimes, and this, is, so the, good. this is the wild thing about the prophetic is it's, it's every day. You've got to be led by the Spirit. You can't just say in 1947, God spoke to me, <laughs> you know, and you've got to walk what about 1957 and 67 and yeah. what about yesterday what about today in prayer what's the lord right what's god saying right now in this season for you yeah and so uh continuing to listen as you use your faith and take steps of faith yeah monitor you know that god is continuing to get cuz a lot of us will just say well the lord spoke to me and we take off running as if he's not going to say more Right. But the reality is he wants to say more. Yeah. He wants to fine-tune that. He wants to guide us. He wants to direct us. So I really, and I just want to say to everybody listening, get ready for resurrection. Get ready for new life. Get ready for, and you might even be, you know, you might be a leader. You say, man, it's been just two days in the grave. It's just been two years of tough times and hardship and all that. And I don't know if I've heard God really, for two years. And maybe that's part of the grave for you. Hmm. But I just want to declare over you, your ears are going to open. You're going to start breathing again. Your eyes are going to pop open. I believe God God allows crucifixion and he allows death, but he never leaves it there. Yeah. <laughs> he always raises it. There's yeah. always a miracle. There's always a resurrection after the death. Yeah. You know, it it occurs to me. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, at that moment he called to Lazarus, but Lazarus is the one who had to walk out of the tomb, right? So he called Lazarus out. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in there and you know right. pick him up and right. You know, Lazarus had to take some steps. He had to, he had to come, (laughs) he had to come out of that tomb. Yeah. And then, and then he had to get those tomb (laughs) dressings. Yeah. The grave clothes had to come off Yeah, and he needed people in his life to help him get those. That's right. That's right. Uh, so it just occurs to me that, you know, if this, if this coming back to life, if this resurrection, if God is wanting to do that in people's lives, like you were mentioning before, you know, take the steps, take the steps, mm-hmm. have the faith. And, uh, you know, God, I think God is going to speak to some people about, you know, God, okay, so what do you want me to do? You want me to have faith? You want me to keep listening? You want me to take the steps of faith? And God's God's going to help you. But you, yeah, 
yeah, people have to take those steps. For our spiritual family, and this is what I want to get this into for for our spiritual family, our family called Gateway. There may be people listening um, that that are not a part of our family, and that and that's fine. But I I want to say this to those of you that are at a Gateway campus. You're a Gateway leader. You're you're a part of Gateway. I believe this year is a year of resurrection. I I believe God is going to do. There's something else I believe. I believe a wave of peace is is being released. I had an experience with God uh, recently where I, it was like vision form, and I could see the like rising waves of um, of God's power and presence mounting in our lives, and it was like a not like a wave that was breaking, but a wave that was rolling. Like I don't know if you. I was above the water and I could see like, like a swell swells. Yeah. It was like a swell, like a, yeah. uh, it wasn't breaking, but it was just like, and it hit the shore and it was, it was like waves of peace that I saw mm-hmm. just going to wash over, uh, our people. And so we're doing, you know, later this year, we're doing this thing called journey to peace. Yeah. I really see a wave touching our spiritual family of deep, deep inner peace to settle us and refresh us and make us strong. I really believe that too. I also see for our spiritual family that we're on a strong foundation. Maybe people are feeling insecure. Maybe they're wondering as we step out in decisions about schooling or this or yeah. that or what. I think it's very important to to have faith that I'm standing on solid ground. Hmm. That's something underneath me is not going to buckle because God wants us to have confidence going into this new year. It's been a pretty choppy couple of years and we've made plans and things haven't happened and we've tried things and they didn't work. And, you know, there's been a lot of that, but I think it's really important to say, no, I know I'm on solid ground. I know I'm standing in faith on the word and it's not going to give way. Hmm. I'm on a firm foundation. And I really believe that I think 2022 will not be the end of all of our problems. I think there will continue to be problems in the earth, problems politically, problems in schools, uh, things going on that upset people and make them hurt and make them angry. And I think we're in for uh, a bit more of that. That's not probably very surprising because life can be you know, that way. But uh, Daniel 6.28 says that Daniel prospered during the reigns of Cyrus and Darius. Now, Hmm. this is Daniel knew God. He was a prophetic person. He was listening to God. And yet he was far from home. He wasn't in Israel. He he wasn't in the Holy Land. He wasn't in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. He was in Babylon. He was in, he couldn't have been further from his comfort zone. And these kings were not godly kings. Darius and Cyrus were pagan. They weren't Jewish kings. Right. They were pagan kings. They had their own gods. They had their own belief systems. But here was Daniel serving them and under them. And God says, Daniel 628, Daniel prospered. 
yeah. in that. So here's what I would say to us about the coming year and the seasons that are ahead. Even if people we don't love are in control, God can bless us. Yeah. And God can prosper us and he can use us and we can advance uh, powerfully. I, people got into a lot of trouble, you know, about a year ago talking about elections and who was going to win and, yeah. you know, all of that. That was kind of a crazy time, especially in the prophetic, because we had a lot of prophetic people saying things. And we also yeah. had a lot of surprises, you know, uh, well, and you, in that. You even wrote a, an article in Charisma about a year ago, right? Kind of addressing... Yeah, it's just about fallout. No, not a year, maybe six months ago, they asked me to write and kind of address that. (laughs) Like, have we, you know, is, you know, is there a way to be healthy in the prophetic? And that's a whole, I think that's a lot of what we're talking about today is how to be healthy in the prophetic and not extreme in the prophetic and not get out ahead of our skis, you know, in the prophetic. Yeah. Uh, but to allow God to speak on an ongoing uh, basis. But yeah, I, people can look at that. Um, it's an article on, uh, you know, staying healthy in the prophetic. And I, I have a lot to say about that. But but the bottom line is we're going to prosper no matter who's in charge. Yeah. And that, you've got to believe that if you're a father, if you're a mother, You've got, you can't get to this place where you think because so-and-so is in such-and-such an office, that just ruins life. Right. Never, ever has that been true. Now, there is a reality to suffering and having bad leaders. There are consequences for that, and we all pay a price in that way. But that's not the end of the story. Yeah. Because Daniel prospered under Cyrus and under Darius. Hmm. And... If we listen to God, he's going to show us exactly what to do and actually position ourselves to flourish in the bad times. Mm -hmm. And that's what resurrection is all about as well. Yeah, yeah. Prospering uh, and and being taken care of and, you know, uh, but, but also not just on the outside, but prospering and being alive on the inside in your faith no matter what's going on around us or if the leader that, you know, we voted for is in office or not, or if the, you know, um, you know, or your boss or your landlord or people in, or even right in their marriages, you know, sometimes you can be just in a really tough situation Mm -hmm. and you could feel just totally hopeless. And like, and like my circumstance means that I, that I can't really feel the way I'm supposed to feel. But you can be alive in your faith, mm. on the inside, prospering in your heart, filled with joy, filled with peace, yep. no matter what is going on around you. So let me just throw out real quick, we're almost out of time, but let me throw out a couple of maybe five, six, seven things to watch for. Watch for this in 2022. Watch for leaders being moved and removed. Watch for that. Because God will take people and move them. He will, there is a handwriting on the wall. I mentioned the book of Daniel. It's been really speaking. But, you know, there was a time when God supernaturally wrote on the wall, you have been tried and found lacking. Hmm. And you're done. And this was concerning a political leader. 
Watch for leaders being removed and moved around. Watch also for parents rising up. Yeah. Watch for that. Because if you're a father, if you're a mother, you, you've just told a, a very parental story in, yep. in this podcast. Watch for more of that. Watch for people saying, I'm going to protect my child. I'm going to cover my child. I think, I think this is an hour for parents uh, to arise. I would say, watch how you listen. Watch how you listen and um, make sure you keep listening to the Lord. You know, don't just listen one time and run off with what he says. Keep listening to the Lord. Watch how you hear. Jesus said that. Be careful how you hear because hearing is so important. Paul said, be careful how you build. So I would say, watch also how you build and what you build and make good decisions this year. This isn't just for 2022. This is like for the rest of your life, but yeah, especially this time, because since it is a new season and we're doing new things, let's build correctly. Hmm. You know, watch how you build. I would say also watch how you let God lead. Um, don't get ahead of God. Don't, don't rush forward in timing. Don't force things. Don't manufacture things. Mm. Let God be the builder. Let God do it in this new year. And I would say, finally, watch how you love mercy. Because, you know, Micah said, what does God require? of you, old man. What does he want? He wants you to do justice. He wants you to walk humbly, and he wants you to love mercy. And Mm. there's that word, kessid, the kindness of God, the mercy of God, to, to allow people that are maybe in a different page or a different space than you are, let them hear from God. Let them grow. Let them progress at their own rate. And if you make a mistake, be kind to yourself because God is kind to you. Hmm. You know, uh, he loves mercy. And when you're in a position to come down on somebody or to implement revenge or whatever, that is not, this is not a season for, if God's going to take somebody out, he can do that. But we've got to say, you know what? As for me, I love mercy. Mm-hmm. So I don't want bad things to happen to the people that have hurt me. I love mercy more than anything. I love it when God shows mercy, when his kindness comes through. Jordan, I believe, Gateway family, I believe with all my heart, 2022 is a year of new life. It's a year of back to life. It's a year of good things going on. Doesn't mean that bad things aren't going to happen. God's going to move. Let's believe together for amazing things. And I am praying for you. I'm praying for every campus. I'm praying for everyone that's in our Gateway family that this year, starting now, resurrection is your portion and new life is your portion. Let go of the old. Don't keep grabbing on to the how it was. Let it go. We're not trying to get the old back. We're trying to get the new to live. 
and that's it's resurrection time. And I but pray into it. This is a month of prayer and fasting on all of our campuses for all of our people. But prayer and fasting doesn't just belong in January. It belongs all year long. So keep seeking the Lord. Keep, you know, and, and sharpen yourself and report for duty and believe with all your heart that good things are ahead. I say to you, individually, as a mother, as a father, as a leader, arise. Rise up and believe for good things. It's been a long time since good things have happened to a lot of people. <laughs> but um, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Let's believe together that 2022 is going to be a year of blessing, healing, uh, new life, breakthrough, and good things. It's in God's hands, and I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Thank you for listening to the Gateway Leadership Podcast with David Kinnestracy, inspiring you to lead in every area of life. We'll be releasing a new episode every month, so be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Gateway City Church is one church that meets in multiple cities. To find us or to learn more, visit mygatewaycity.church. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you right here next month.